I see my neighbor downstairs. <laughs> anyway, let's look at Matthew chapter 20. This is a daily Bible reading show. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, help us to find opportunities to refresh one another, to encourage one another with your word. Um, help us to just be agents of the gospel, to be able to speak Christ and his word to one another. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is verse 1. And Jesus says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About the third hour he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same thing. About the eleventh hour he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about the 11th hour came and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These men who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, but you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, friend, I'm not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. If I just pause and reflect on how convicting that statement is where Jesus says, you are envious because I am being generous. And it's talking about circumstance where God rewards someone else the same as you, even though you've worked harder, even though you've worked longer in this ministry, in this profession, you know, that young colleague comes along and they get promoted, not above you, but to the same level as you, or they get uh, paid the same wage as you, and you feel as if, hey, I deserve more because I've done more. And uh, Jesus is saying when it comes to God's grace, you can't think that way. Um, when it comes to heaven, uh, you can't think that way. That person doesn't deserve it because in a sense, you know, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Verse 17, now as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the 12 disciples aside and said to them, we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he'll be raised to life. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? He asked. She said, 
grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right hand and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or my left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those from whom they've been prepared by my father. When the 10, so there's two of them, the other 10, when they heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Again, another convicting uh, comparison that Jesus makes with um, the Gentiles, the world, you know, it says, you know, verse 25, you know that the rulers of the Gentile, you know that the kings of this world, the CEOs of this world, they lord it over other people, their high officials exercise authority over them. It's everyone just showing how powerful, how senior, and you know, how experienced, how capable they are to someone else so that they can prove that they deserve the position that they have. So that's what it means to be first. <laughs> it means to be higher than everyone else. And he says, verse 26, not so with you. And he also says, also not so with me. You know, not so with you, because whoever wants to be great amongst you, you must be the slave or the servant. But also not so with me, because the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. Um, yeah, he's just been talking about the cross, but they're convinced that he's talking about this kingdom where he's going to be glorified, and he will, but they want the glory. They don't want the submission and the humility. They want to be here, and Jesus says, you have to be here, because this is what it means to be, to be first, to be the servant, and this is what, to mean, what it means to be uh, with Jesus. Uh, verse 29, as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. Oh, shut up, you. <laughs> Don't disturb Jesus. He's too important for you. What did they do? They shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. And notice it's almost the same thing that he says to um, the mother back in verse 20. You know, what do you want? And she says to these two blind people, what do you want? Uh, she wants her two sons to be at his right and left hand when he is in glory in his kingdom. They want power, position, prominence. What do these two blind men want? Uh, he said, they said, verse 33, Lord, they answered, we want our sight. And Jesus had compassion on them, touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. And Jesus gives them what they want, not 
what John and James's mother wants. He gives these two blind people what they want because he has compassion in them. He hears them. And what he gives them is the ability to see and to follow him. Yeah, it's incredible. They call him Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. They essentially confess him as the Christ. The only other person to have done this is uh, Peter in the whole gospel, or the demons. <laughs> the demons recognize Jesus as the Son of God. But it's seeing Jesus as he truly is. Only these two blind men are able to confess this, and in response, Jesus helps them to really see, to follow him, and to follow him to the cross. That's where he's going to. And I guess, you know, that's the kind of request Jesus wants us to have before him. You know, help us to see you at the cross, where you're headed to, to this point of humiliation and servanthood, to the point of giving your own life to others, to serving others. And he wants us to see that so that we will do that for others. He says, not so with you. Don't be like the Gentiles. Don't, don't be like the people of this world who are always constantly trying to ascend and kind of like gain prominence in front of everyone else. Now be this guy, the nobody, the servant of everybody. Be Jesus, the servant of all. Heavenly Father, um, this is not an easy thing to do. Um, everything in us wants to be noticed and wants to be thanked and acknowledged. But Lord Jesus, you know, you did this for your Father, to, for his approval, not anyone else's. And um, help us to do the same. To serve others um, in service of you, to love others as you have loved us. Help us to do this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, take care. God bless. I know everyone's excited about tomorrow's game match. But you know, make the most of today and this weekend to rest, to find refreshment in God's Word. Bye.